Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Also, Red Circle and the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like, subscribe, and turn the notifications on. Also, check us out on Off the Floor. You subscribe there. You get text directly to your phone from the four hosts of Five on the Floor. Bypass Twitter or X or whatever it is it's called these days. Only heat news, heat breakdowns, heat Q&As, prize picks, giveaways, all kinds of cool stuff. Go to winnow.app backslash off the floor. Also check out the great sponsors, the five reasons sports network, our primary sponsor of this episode stones and more. You can find them at mosaics.com. That's M O Z I A C S.com mosaics.com. The phone number is 305-828-0940 family owned business serving the community for 20 years, more than 20 years, actually dedicated customer service, wholesale distributors with the best quality of porcelain and ceramic tiles, along with a wide variety of high end mosaics, with unique modern designs. Check out the website. You'll see a lot of cool stuff on there. Again, it's mosaics.com, M-O-Z-I-A-C-S.com, 305-828-0940. And now, today's episode. Down to Biscay. Yikes. Yikes. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop with one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. Welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. I'm Ethan Skolnick. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick and at Five Reasons Sports. I am going on vacation for a little bit, so squeezing in a couple of episodes here before I go. So you'll be hearing from the rest of the hosts over the next week. We've got Alex Toledo with us today. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. Make sure you check out our episode about all the disrespect being sent Dwayne Wade's way, whether it's from Paul Pierce directly or from Jeff Teague regarding James Harden, it's ridiculous to put either of those two guys in Wade's class. And of course, Wade is going in the Hall of Fame on the 12th of this month. But today we're going to go through something else here. Um, we're starting to get these odds for the season. And it's tough to do these because not everything's done. I mean, with the Heat's case, Dame Lillard, we mentioned Harden, Philadelphia, is he going to end up with the Clippers? So there's still some unfinished business. There's some low-end free agents that are out there. But again, betting always goes on. And even before August, we've got some win totals. So Alex and I are going to speed through these today. Going to give you our perspective on whether we would say over or under. We will, of course, spend a little bit more time on the Heat when we get to it. But we're going to go through the entire NBA here. Okay, so we're going to plow through. We're going to go in order of most wins to least wins. Okay, so not alphabetical not based on division or anything like that, but most wins to least wins. All right. Our favorite at the top, the Boston Celtics, 54 and a half wins, Alex. Last year, they opened at 53 and a half. They finished with 57. So they went over. This year, they have them a little higher, but not as high as they actually won last year. 54 and a half, over, under. 
my my instant reaction is over, but not by much. I think they have they they win a couple less games this season, um, and I think it's really just going to have to do with their the health issues kind of surrounding their roster. So it feels like they're a little bit more top heavy than they've been in the past couple of seasons. Um, and like if you know they have they miss Porzingis, they miss Robert Williams. We don't know what's going on with Brogdon. I'm not sure if he's going to start the season or not. I, I think he will, but I'm not 100 percent sure. So it seems like you know it could be a year where they lose a few more, but it, it still feels like you know that's Vegas is good at this stuff. They're 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 pretty good at figuring out like a a, a nice number, and it, that feels cozy right there, like 54, 55 for them. Yeah, I will go a little bit over. We know last year nobody won 60 games. I don't know that anybody's going to win 60 this year unless Miami gets Dame conversation we'll be having as we go forward. Uh, But I would go over slightly. I think they'll fall around the same total they did last year. Look, I don't know if they're going to be marketedly better in the playoffs, because I think that's where they're going to miss Marcus Smart the most. Uh, But I do think in the regular season, provided that Porzingis stays healthy, which is, you know, say 60 to 65 games, maybe that he plays. I think they go over. Also, it is a second year with Missoula. We'll see if that lasts the entire season, but I don't see them taking a huge drop off. I'll say they're going to be about 55, 56 wins, roughly somewhere around there in what I think is kind of a weakened Eastern conference at the top. So I will go slightly over the Denver nuggets, 53 and a half last year. They opened at 49 and a half. That was an easy play. They finished with 53 wins, even though they kind of shut it down the last three weeks of the season, no major additions. They're counting on internal development from some of the guys, uh, their draft pick, couple draft picks from last year, a couple of players that were in their system. They did lose Jeff Green, who was kind of their veteran off the bench, and they lost Bruce Brown. Would you go over 53 and a half? This is an easy under for me. I mean, they got to really? 53 last season. Yeah, I mean, I think the Nuggets are better than that, but I don't know how much better they're going to be in the regular season. And I think they're, they're going to be in a similar situation where um, I, I think it's just about getting to the playoffs for them, especially after you know winning a championship. Um, you know all about these hangover years with teams after winning a title. And 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 I think in that sense, it won't be like too much of a drop-off, but it's an easy under in the sense that, you know, losing two playoff contributors, I don't. I think it'll hurt them more in the playoffs in the regular season. Not that mm-hmm. they can't go back to the finals or anything like that, but I think they'll have enough to get through the regular season with their internal development. They'll feel those things more, the, the, the losses more in the playoffs. But I still feel like... Um, there's going to be a learning curve with a lot of those young guys. So you might get some bench units that aren't as effective as, you know, the, the one that they had last year. I, I think, I don't know, I, unless that they, they really just go all in on the regular season, which I don't really see happening. I think this is kind of an easy under, because I don't think Peyton Watson, Julian Pickett, um, uh, Strother, Hunter Tyson. I don't know that like, they're going to have enough guys pop immediately, but maybe I'm wrong just because I think playing with Jokic and Murray and what those guys can unlock for you, you know, Malone is a great coach. Maybe they do pop. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm I'm going over. I'm going to go over slightly over. And and the reason I'm going to go over is because they got Jamal Murray healthy and confident from the beginning of the season. And and to me, that's the major difference between this year and last year, last year, they kind of went into the season, not really knowing what Jamal would be able to give them. I'm with you on the playoff stuff. I think that's where the Bruce Brown defection hurts them the most, but they really do like their young guys. I'm at the point where I kind of believe in their developmental program. And I don't think Malone will let them slip. So I don't think it's going to be way over. I don't know that I would play this, but if I played it, I would probably play it over the Milwaukee bucks, 52 and a half. 
Last year, they opened at 51 and a half, finished with 58. So they blew it open last year, even though it didn't finish the way they want. I'll just start here. I'm going over. Um, I'm going over, even though they did not really do anything in the offseason that catches your attention. But I do feel like Giannis is the type that is going to be on a mission to kind of show he's the best in the world. Jokic just taking his shine a little bit. There's somewhat of a rivalry there. Um, I'm, and then Embiid also in the conference. I think you're going to get one of those Giannis seasons where he'll carry them to 53, 54 wins. I would play it over. This is an easy over for me. Maybe this, just without looking at the rest, this might be the easiest over on the show. Like, I <laughs> just I, the fact that they put him six wins below what they got to last season. And as you mentioned, mm-hmm. we know what Giannis is like. He is going to give it his all this season after kind of going out sad in the first round. Like, everybody, like, think about where the Bucks and Celtics were, right? They were the everybody's favorite to win the championships. They were saying whoever comes out of the East is going to win the title. That was a running narrative. And the Bucks went out sad in the first round. Like, and some people, you know, will play it off due to what happened with Giannis at the beginning. But even when he played, they got outplayed and they they lost fair and square in the first round. I think he's going to have a, a year where, you know, he tries his ass off. I think Malik Beasley will help them in the regular season um, and will, you know, get some playoff minutes for them. It'll be they're, – they're a great regular season team. Like, I don't know why they would have them – so low. they brought back Middleton and Lopez. Like it's like if you lost one of those two, I could yeah. see that there being a drop off. But um, this 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 is one that I might actually have to put some money down for. Yeah, I, I, that one sounds pretty good. By the way, these odds are, are courtesy of uh, what is it? Bet AG. Uh, so we do want to give credit there. Uh, the, before we go to break here, the Phoenix Suns. You notice the Heat have not come up yet. Okay, so the Heat are not considered to be top two in the conference, at least by Vegas at this point. We'll get to where they actually fit. But right now, the second team in the West, the Phoenix Suns, 52 and a half, exactly where they opened last year. They finished with 45 wins, even though they acquired Durant during the season. Remember, that was a way, that was a huge drop off from the previous year. Now they've added Bradley Beal to this mix. They don't really have a point guard. (laughs) They don't have Chris Paul anymore. Aiton is back. Would you play this one over? So the, the number was 52 and a half? 52 and a half, same as the Bucks. I like this over too. Not by as much as the Bucks, definitely not. But I think this is a team that's going to be kind of in the mid-50s and wins with a full season of Durant. And I know he's, he's going to have the health stuff. That's, you know, the health concerns can throw any team off. But assuming they're relatively healthy, I, I think the Suns are a great regular season proposition with the amount of talent they have. Like, it's going to be so hard to guard that team if you're just, you know, a run-of-the-mill NBA team who doesn't have the defensive talent to, to really, um, you know, make those guys play in the mud. I think it's going to be really hard to deal with them. And then I, I honestly am a fan of what they did in the offseason uh, just based on what they actually had to use, right? Like mm-hmm. getting Beal for the price they did, it, it wasn't as little as we was, was thought originally, but they still got them for not too much when you compare them to other star trades, but more than that, just like the way that they were able to fill the roster around those three guys. I'm not saying they're going to win a championship. I'm not sure about that. I just think they're going to be a really tough uh, team to deal with. I like the additions of Eric Gordon, uh, Watanabe, uh, you know, replacing, replacing Landill with Drew Eubanks. They, who was uh, Bates Diop. I, I just think with, they didn't have much to bring in guys to help those you know the top 
the top heavy team. And I think they did a pretty good job. And I think they're going to win like 54, 55 games. I'm going under. Um, <laughs> I'm going under. I don't think this quite has like Lakers, like Steve Nash, Dwight Howard, Kobe Bryant written all over it. But I also think there are going to be some problems here. I, I don't know if these guys are going to sacrifice enough defensively on a night-to-night basis. I also think there's going to be a lot of load management, which leads to some losses and because their bench is not very good. I don't think they're going to be bad, but I would go under the 52 and a half. I would say high 40s, and I think that people will talk themselves into a playoff uh, run for them even after that. So I'm going to say somewhere in the 49, 50 win category, I would go under. We still have not gotten to the heat yet, uh, but we've got one more team here before the break, which they have in the top five. Cleveland Cavaliers. Last year, they opened at 43 and a half wins. They finished with 51. This year, they have them at 50 and a half wins. This is an easy under for me. Sorry. It's an easy under for me. I know they added Max Struess. I understand the regular season, not the playoffs, where they all showed their, their sort of you know inconsistency and inexperience. Um, I think they're a team that takes a small step back this year. There is always that team that you think is going to grow forward and they go backwards. I think this is that team in the Eastern Conference. I think they're being slightly overrated. I think they're more of a 44-win team here. I'm going to go under on the Cleveland Cavaliers. You are laughing. Well, so you think they're going to win 44? Yes. Oh my God. I mean, I like the, I, I like how bold you are with it because not every team can go over. And I have them at a slight over. I have them at 52 wins just about, um, just because I think after a year playing with each other, with each other, they'll get better at this stuff and adding a couple of shooters with Struess and Niang. I don't think it's going to change the world because I don't think either of those guys are the exact, like, is the exact three that they need, but they will help them in the regular season. And, you know, ideally for them in the playoffs, I, I, I kind of like where you're going though, because there is usually a team like that. Mm-hmm. It just made me laugh. Like how steep of a drop off you have them at, like whatever, if they finish with 47, 48, I, I guess that would be disappointing if you're a Cavs fan, but you said 44. 44. So like you basically have them doing what the heat did last season. Cause yes. that's what the Heat finished with. Yes, I, I think I think it's something along those lines. Look, I like Mobley a lot. Um, I think we saw some weaknesses in his game. By the way, they were at, you said they, they started at 43 before last season and the over-under? Yes, they started last year at 43, <coughs> excuse me, 43 and a half, and they finished with 51. So they're basically putting them where they finished last year. I'm playing them under. I'm playing them under. I I, I don't know. I Again, I, I the max edition is fine. I don't think that's the problem here. I just... I don't know. I, 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 I feel like we saw weaknesses that are going to be exploited in the regular season with them. And they, there is always that team that everybody expects to take that step. They'll be better from the playoff experience and all that. And then they're not. And I just got a feeling it's going to be this team. All right. I do want to mention a couple of great sponsors here. And you mentioned we have not gotten to the heat yet. We've gotten through three East teams and two West teams. We're going to do, do with five more teams here after the break. And then we are going to do absolute rapid fire afterwards. Just you're not even be able to think. Over, under, over, under, over, under. We'll, we'll dive into five teams, and then we're going to do the rapid fire. After that, do you want to mention rapid fire rapidly? Get over to Mark Brown because you need an estate plan, right? Yes, you do. You don't even know what one is, right? We tell you all the time. You need to go get an estate plan for Mark because if you have a family, you want to make sure your money goes where it is supposed to go. So go to markbrownpa.com. 
Again, that's markbrownpa.com. That's with a C. Also, the great thing about Mark's office there is he's got a real estate company, all Florida, uh, of real estate lawyers right there in house. Okay. So they can handle everything from bankruptcies titles, but also they can do closings and it's really valuable if you're passing on any kind of property to a loved one when you pass. So check them out at markbrownpa.com, M-A-R-C brownpa.com. Don't wait until it's too late. Don't put your family in a bind. He can go through all the paperwork with you. It's easy. It's not expensive. He's done it for me. He's also done two of my closings for me as well, and he's a huge Miami sports fan. MarkBrownPA.com. Also do want to mention prize picks. Use our code 5, F-I-V-E. Get the initial deposit matched up to $100. They got all the NBA futures on there. So you want to play these team futures. You can do that somewhere else. You want to play player futures, Jimmy Butler's points, et cetera. You can play them at prize picks. Go to, go to prize picks, Apple App Store, Google Play Store, or prizepicks.com. Use the code 5. Get that initial deposit matched up to $100. Hey, it's Ethan Skolnick for Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. As you know, we heard from Pat Riley recently. Everybody has an opinion on trades, free agency, who they should keep, who they should give up, who they should get. Well, whatever it is that Riley and the Heat do, you don't want them giving up too much and getting too little, right? Well, the same is true of shaving products, and that's why I use Harry's Shaving products. I love the way it handles. I love the way it looks, and I love the quality of the shave. I have a little bit of trouble growing out a good beard so better to just shave it off and make sure that it looks somewhat professional. These are German-engineered blades made in their own factory, so they stay sharp longer. means you can use them longer. And also, they've got customizable delivery options for scheduled refills as low as 2 bucks, half of what you pay for other big brands. Also, I would recommend the shaving lotion as well and the body wash. So check it out. You can go to harrys.com backslash five. That's harrys.com backslash five. You'll get a $13 trial set for just three bucks. Again, don't pay too much and get too little. Same is true of shaving as NBA transactions. Harrys.com backslash five for your $3 trial set. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, let's go to the next team on the list here. Your favorite, fourth in the Eastern Conference, according to these win totals, the Philadelphia 76ers. Last year, they opened at 50 and a half. They went over. They went over at 54. This year, with the James Harden thing still up in the air, they are at 49 and a half. So four and a half wins fewer than last year, one win fewer than their projection, their odds projection last year. Over or under? New head coach, too. Oh, man, that's such a good number. Like, I think Vegas did a great job with that one because it really kind of 
Okay, my quick answer is under. I'm, I'm going to say that because I think what they get back in a hardened trade won't be enough to keep them at that level. But I do still think they will be a good regular season team, not a great one. So I'm going to say – so the number was 49 and a half, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I like the slight under there. I think 48, 49 wins um, is probably the best they can do. Like if they get back – what is the best possible package they could get back from the Clippers? Terrence Mann – Covington, Norm Powell, like, I don't know. People, that- people are trying to make the argument that, that Harden is on Wade's level. And literally, like, the Clippers don't want to give up Terrence Mann for him. Um, I don't I don't think – there's no market for James Harden at this stage. Like, I, I really thought Harden's best place would have been Houston. If he's going to the Clippers – I actually like the Clippers fit for him. I like the Clippers fit more for him, but I don't know what Philadelphia gets back. I guess this is the conversation that people have about Dame, too, right, when they're, they're outside of Miami. I just They'll don't – probably go on. There that you were talking about with Cleveland this season, where like everything going on, I, and I just don't think they're gonna get enough talent back, and I think mm-hmm. it, it might be kind of like a, a gloomy season compared to some of their. Well, I, the I do think they'll be better coached. I think they'll be better coached, and I think that will help. That's a good point, though. That's a good point. But 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 I don't I, honestly. I think that the priority this year, now that Embiid's got his MVP, is to nurse him through the regular season. I don't think Embiid's gonna play as to many Nick games. Nurse him? And Nick nurse him. I don't think that means going to play as many games as he played last year. And so as a result of that, they will lose more games. I would play them slightly under. I think they're kind of a mid to high forties team. So I, I would play them under. All right, let's get to the next one here. We still have not gotten to the Miami heat. Another team from the West, the golden state warriors last year, 51 and a half wins. They finished with 44. Their two track thing didn't really work. So they've gone all in on vets now with Chris Paul re-signing Draymond. 48 and a half is the number. I can tell you right now I'm playing it over. Man. Well, okay, why are you playing it over? I'm playing it, I'm playing it over because I think they had competing philosophies there that weren't working, and I think cleaning that up is gonna help them. I they were trying to develop these young guys, and then you know they've finally given up on that. Uh, getting rid of pool, I think, is a net positive. Honestly, I, I think that that whole situation was taking away from the vibe there. Whoever's fault it was, whatever, it doesn't matter. It, it was not. A, it was a toxic situation. You could tell from the outside. And also, I, I don't think he was helping them on the basketball court either. Chris Paul, for as many games as they get him through, does provide something there that they haven't had, which is somebody to help take the ball out of Steph's hands and let him play off the ball a little bit more. I don't know if that backcourt can defend particularly the Paul part of it at this stage. But I do think that they are going to be more focused this year. I don't think the contract is going to affect Draymond in any way. Um, you obviously know Clay's situation. Clay's in another year healthier. He had a very good year last year before he kind of cratered in the playoffs. I I, I think Golden State, uh, more settled. Mike Dunleavy has taken over as general manager. That was kind of a question last year, what was going to happen there. I, I just think getting the bad vibes out of there helps. And I just think Steph is still playing at an absolutely elite level. Uh, and they know how to play together. That's the thing. They know, and, and look, they're not going to go like nine and thirty-two on the road again. That was completely ridiculous. They're still a great home team, even though the building's not as good. I'm playing them over. Interesting. I, I'm going back and forth on this one just because I do think the Chris Paul addition, you know, Sarge too. They played. Mm-hmm. They they yeah. played with each other in Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, but I, he's I a great think- fit for their system too if he's healthy. I think he I think he'll be a nice a nice fit for them as well. Not that he'll be like a, a closer for them, but he's a nice 
uh, addition to the rotation. And I think Chris Paul is going to raise the floor of those bench units. I think there's mm-hmm. going to be times when he does play with their best players. And I'm really, really interested to see him try to fit into that because um, just kind of hearing him speak, he's, he doesn't like the, the idea that, you know, he needs like to be this guy who dominates the ball. He doesn't like that narrative. And he says that he, he, he always kind of has, has fit into whatever role the team has needed him to. Um, whether higher usage or lower. And I, I would I want to see Chris Paul try to fit in the best he can with the Warriors. Um, I think it's going to be like we haven't seen him try to do this before, right, where he's kind of as he's aging, I think he's going to be an awesome fit with the bench units, right? But with the starters, he's going to have to kind of play more like a role player if he ever does play with them. And I, and I think he will. Um, and, and I well, sim- well I similar. Think I think what you're talking season. about is kind of similar to what Kyle uh, was sort of asked to do at times with Miami playing with the bench units. I think it'll be his effect, but I also think the thing that will help uh, this team is they've never really had a mid-range specialist during their run. Um, Sean Livingston was probably the closest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 they had to it. And Durant. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's true. I think he kind of counts. Um, but yeah, so that's 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 the thing is like I, I just think having that element to their game. Moody and Kuminga probably going to be a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, well, they, I, I, I think now that they've narrowed it to specific young guys instead of trying to build this whole two track program, yeah, will be will be helpful to them. They can focus and on Payton. that. Wiseman's not there. Pool's not there. They've okay, got now, Payton now for for the full season to take up the the role that Divincenzo left behind. And, and and yeah, defensively that's an upgrade. So I'm going to go over. All right, we are finally here, guys. Uh, well, you and me. <laughs> Uh, eighth on the list last year, the Miami heat opened at 50 wins this year. They have them at 48 and a half. Of course, last year they went under, they finished with 44, 48 and a half to me, Alex feels like a hedge. Uh, it feels like they don't know if Dame's going to be there for how long he's going to be there. I don't think it's a question of fit with Dame. If they get Dame, this is a 55 win team. As long as they don't gut it completely, which I don't think they're going to do. But even trading young players who were not contributors is not gutting it completely. If if basically they're losing Tyler and Duncan in the trade and replacing it with Lillard, this is a 55-win team. If you start losing Caleb, you say, okay, maybe I could be convinced that it's a little bit less, okay? But remember, the Heat the first year with LeBron and Dwayne, well, Shaq's first year with Miami – what did they, they, they won, I think 58. Okay. And then 52, the second year, which was the year they ended up winning the championship. I'll have to go back and check on that. Of course, the first year LeBron, they were expected to win 72. They didn't come anywhere close to that. It was the, the third season that they ended up winning 66. So I'm not going to say this team's going to win 60, 65 games or anything like that. But I think with Lillard, they're a safe bet for 55. The question on this number is, would you go over the 48 and a half if they don't get Dame or if they don't get Dame until February, because that's why this feels like a hedge to me. The fact that you're opening up the possibility that this might go on to the trade deadline is kind of scaring me. And I think it's going to scare some fans. So let's, that's not reporting, is it? No, it's not reporting. It's not (laughs) aggregation. Okay. Just wanted to clear it up for everybody. No, but I, I do think it's, it's like, Look, my answer is no. I don't think they, they they go over that number if they they fumble the Dame thing or just gets delayed. I don't think they go over because uh, I kind of think they lost some of the depth, right? That that we kind of that I think Heat fans maybe took for granted a little bit just because some of the regular seasons were 
or a little bit murky shooting wise. Um, right. I, I think if you have any sort of health issues with Jimmy or I, I mean, if Kyle's out for an extended period of time, I just think it's kind of easy for them to, to go under that. Not that they can't go over. I think if you have like a season of great health, the heat can get mm-hmm. to 50 wins without Dame. But um, I just think without the extra handler and Gabe, Kyle getting older, um, we know how Jimmy takes the regular season. They, you know, they lost another shooter in max. I think, you know, maybe they have a, maybe they have an up year <laughs> in the shooting this year, right? Like they, ha- it kind of goes back the other way and, and I'm wrong, but I think it's an easy over if you just assume that Dame's on the team. Uh, but I don't know because that's the other thing too, right? Because no, it's an easy if, over if Dame is on the team. It's an easy over. They'll be top heavy. So if like, let's say, okay, so this is something I wanted to bring up with the Dame stuff as I was thinking of mm-hmm. over and under. Um, he, he's been a pretty available player throughout his career. And then when you start looking at the first season that Jimmy was here in Miami, so nineteen twenty, um, that season and the season after he played about 66, 67 games. Then he had the, the abdominal injury, which – where he missed most of the season. And then this past season um, had some calf issues and they ended up kind of shutting him down early so that they could tank. And they kind of finessed him into thinking that they were going to use that trade. And I mean, use that pick in a trade, which we know didn't happen. But I think like assuming Dame is playing 60 plus games, like he was in those couple of seasons before when he had the full seasons, you know, if Dame is missing about 20 games, 15 games, then you have Jimmy missing the, the ones he's missing. If Kyle's missing some, let's say he's still on the team, there is some potential for them to be kind of right at that number. But I, yeah. I, I think assuming rel- like more relative health, I, I would say 54, 55 wins for the Heat if they have Dame. Yeah, that's that's exactly where I'd put it. And I, I just I also think I would play it over regardless. Um because I do think I think I I know Greg doesn't agree with me. I feel like you don't really I, I well, you agree with me maybe a little more. I honestly think they're better than they were uh, training camp last year. Not significantly, but there's a lot less hope. Like last year it was hope. Like was Depot going to be healthy, right? Was Yurt going to contribute and all that kind of stuff? Like I I don't feel like – we know what Josh Richardson is, right? Like we know what Josh Richardson is. Like and we know what he's going to be in the system. We've seen it. And yeah, okay, there was some hope for Jovic and Hakez and all that, but those guys were not even we weren't factoring them in at all last year. Um, and I, I just think I think in some ways they they have a chance to be better. I know a lot of people don't agree with. I'm not sunshine pumping here or anything. Shrews and Vincent were losses, but look, nobody was talking last year, and I have great respect for both of them. But nobody was talking, you know, like they were you know world beaters or anything like that. They were talking about them coming off good playoff runs where they made contributions, you know, rising up from two way players, and also. Nobody knew Caleb Martin was going to be this, okay? Not not at camp last year. Like, we we, we hoped for progress for him. Uh, we kind of identified him at five on the floor very early, very first practice. Brady and I were like, this guy's going to be a contributor for them. But he ended up being Easter Conference Finals MVP. That was not the player, or he should have been probably, or could have been. Uh, that was Freudian slip. That was not the I was going to say, did, did he no, win that, it? I just that, forgot. That probably would have been my vote. But, I mean, but, but the whole thing is, like, that was not the player we were looking at in training camp last year. Like, Caleb comes in with completely different confidence. I, I think that they're more reversible having Josh out there potentially. And so I do think they're marginally better. And I also think they'll be hungrier than they were last training camp when I thought everybody came in with weird agendas. Um, I know that there will be the issue of Tyler and Duncan and Kyle and then how happy they'll be and all that. 
But also, mm-hmm. Kyle has been through this kind of thing before. I think he'll be professional. And I think so is Duncan, by the way. And I think yeah. the way Tyler has reacted publicly, going on spaces, interacting with people, not staying and sulking like we thought he was before. Like, I think he's going to be driven to play well, okay, wherever he is, whether it's Miami or somewhere else. So I, I think they're marginally, I, I say marginally better. And I also think, for reasons I don't want to get into, I think there's one big factor I don't want to talk about, but somebody who was dealing with a personal thing all of last year, which is cleared up. And I think uh, that is going to help them. And that's all I'm going to say about that. I think they'll be more consistent as a result of it. Okay, so we've got two, two more to discuss. Okay, I'm just going to do this with you so we can combine these. Which one would you be more likely to play over? Okay. Which one you'd be more likely to play over? And then we'll close here because nobody cares about the teams beyond this in Miami. The Lakers at 47 and a half or the Clippers at 46 and a half. And by the way, these are both jumps from where they finished last year. The Lakers finished at 43, the Clippers at 44, which were both way under their totals. Like, so, so they were down last year from their totals, and so they've kind of put the number in the middle for both between what the total was and where they ended up. Would you be more likely to play the Lakers or the Clippers over? Uh, my initial instinct is the Lakers. Uh, I, I think it, it's hard to look over the PG and Kawhi health issues, and it's always the first thing that gets brought up with them. And prefer, I mean, it, it's the right thing to say. It's just right. always an issue. I'm just trying to look up like the number of games LeBron has played in recent years, and it's not great. Like it's uh, 54, yeah. 56, 45. Uh, the past few seasons and then you know obviously you kind of have to factor in like what happened with Bronny we don't know what how LeBron is going to respond to that as far as uh, you know how many games he plays how seriously he takes the regular season because you could already have said that about him in the past it's like he kind of conserves himself for the playoffs they now have the kind of requisite amount of, of help around him where he doesn't have to go full force in the regular season. I I think a a full year with that roster is going to help. So I think it depends on how many games uh, LeBron plays because they'll be able to win some without him, but Mm. it it really comes down to that. I think when they're healthy, they're going to be just above that uh, at about 48, 49 wins. Uh, But if LeBron kind of misses half the season or anything like that, it's an under. I would play them. I would play both slightly over. Um the Kawhi degenerative stuff is concerning. Uh, Ty Lue does tend to maximize them. I, I just think when I look at Le- the, the situation, we've always talked about AD's availability, but you're right. LeBron's availability is a real thing. And now also dealing with the stuff with the sun and everything else that's going on there. Um, but I do think their roster is a lot better than it was to start last season. Like they, they have, you know, whether it's Hachimura, that Reeves has more of a role now. They kind of know what it is. I do think Gabe will help them. They did bring D'Angelo Russell back. So, I mean, they really haven't lost anything of great significance. They, he, I will say this, and I, I'm not, I have not always been a fan of what Palink has done since he's got there. But since the trade deadline, I think he's actually done a very good job of reshaping the team the way it should be reshaped and not the way LeBron had, had it in his head. It seems like he's taking control of the situation a little bit more, and they put together something that makes more sense. I'm going to go over on the Clippers because of Ty Lue. I'm going to go Harden. slightly, slightly, slightly – well, I'm going to go slightly over on the Lakers, but I don't know that I would play it. I, I got one more here. We're not going to go through all the ups and downs like we said before, but I'm going to go through one. Just I, I'll just give you my favorite one here. The New York Knicks at 44 and a half 
Give me the under. <laughs> Give me the under all day long. Um, last year, they were 39 and a half. They finished with 47. Everybody knows I love Brunson. They didn't do anything to upgrade that team. I think we saw serious flaws with it in the playoffs against the Heat. I would play them under. And by the way, I would play the Nets. To me, the seven-win difference between the Nets at 37 and a half and the Knicks at 44 and a half, give me the Nets all day over. Give me the Knicks all day under. I like the Nets over. Uh, I think they're going to be better than that, probably around 500, maybe 42, mm-hmm. 43 wins. Uh, and the Knicks, it's so their number was 44 and a half, right? 44 and a half. Last year, they finished at 47. <laughs> I'm going to take slight over. I like them at 45, 46 wins. Mm-hmm. Not that DiVincenzo's. I don't know. Well, see, they cut you off there, right there, because you can't really say that. So we're, we're going to cut you off. Uh, one more at the bottom. <laughs> one more at the bottom. Last. Well, actually, last on the board is the Wizards at 24 and a half. The one team that is off the board, and this just tells you that, you know, how they're hedging with the heat. The only team that's off the board is the Portland Trailblazers. Last year, they opened at 44 and a half. They finished at 33. They won't even put them on the board because of Dame. They did put the heat on the board at 48 and a half. So I think that's a confidence thing in the heat that like one way or another, they'll be kind of good enough that, that Vegas isn't going to get squashed, okay, if, you know, plays one way or the other. Um, but they took Portland completely off the board, so I just wanted to note that. All right, check out our sponsors, betteredge.com, mosaics.com, markbrownpa.com. We'll be back with more episodes. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.